Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Your trainer, Melanie Cole, is here to motivate and help you perform. It's time now for Train Your Body. We've always heard that the best way to lose weight is one pound a week or two pounds a week, maybe up to three, and that that was going to be the best way to keep it off. And, you know, in the long term, but a new study may just explode that myth and losing weight quickly might be just as good for you as losing it in a slow, you know, methodical way. My guest is Dr. John Higgins, sports cardiologist at the UT Health Science Center at Houston. Dr. Higgins, so tell us about the myth exploded gradual weight loss. We've always heard that you're supposed to lose only two to three pounds a week at the most. Otherwise, you will not keep it off. Yeah, that's a. Uh that's right, Melanie. Well, you know, I think this is just adding to the whole weight loss literature out there. You know, for the, the, the kind of study that came out kind of before this study came out talked about the fact that, you know, the different diets, when they compared all the different diets, you know, with different amounts of protein, fat, carbohydrates, you know, everyone thought, well, there was going to be major differences, but they actually found that there wasn't a lot of differences between these diets. But these diets were all looking at more of a long-term weight loss, you know, six months or more weight loss. Well, this study, which has just come out, has l- looked at the fact that, well, do you have to have the weight loss over a longer period of time? And, and they actually took a group of individuals who were overweight, and they put a half of them on a rapid weight loss. And, and th- this is talking about they were losing their weight in about two to three months compared to the traditional six months or nine months weight loss and you know and they they were expecting that those the people that you know lost the weight really quickly they would put it back on really quickly well actually they they didn't find that they they found that about equal numbers of people regained the weight from both groups when they looked at it at about uh, two to three years you know after their initial weight loss so so that's kind of blown out of the water the the whole idea that we actually have to lose weight slowly and steadily over a longer period. That is, you know, the slow and steady we thought won the race, but now it looks like it actually didn't win the race in, in, in regards to weight loss. So when we're talking about rapid weight loss, are we, I mean, because some of these, you know, crash diet products and rapid weight loss techniques and, you know, all no carbs, all, all protein, whatever they are that help you lose quickly, are, do they play into this study, Dr. Higgins? Is it the way you lose rapid weight, or does that not matter as long as the weight comes off? Yeah, it looks like, Melanie, from this and from, some, from several other studies, it appears that it doesn't matter how you get there. You know, it's whether you're doing a, a low uh, protein, you know, high protein, low carb, high carb. It looks like the, the main thing is, you know, getting there and then, Try doing whatever you can to to stay at that maintenance diet. So if you're, uh, so I, I guess it goes back to the the idea that if you, if someone likes doing something, whether it be if they like a particular diet or they like a particular exercise, you know, don't don't get too uh, uh, tricky with telling them, okay, well you should be you know, you should be doing this diet or you should be doing this exercise instead. The fact that they're actually doing it and they like it seems like it's probably more important to the overall goal, and that is keeping the weight off uh, on a longer-term period because they, 
again, you know, and, and if they are fast losers of weight, you know, hey, uh, you know, my hat's off to them because per this study now, you know, we, we don't have to have a, a, a slow and lofty goal over a longer period of time for weight loss if they don't want it. If they want to lose it faster and they're happy with a particular diet to do that, then it looks like, hey, you know, go for it. But certainly I, I would add, and they didn't uh, specifically measure this and, and have this as part of the study, although, you know, most of the people in the study were somewhat active. But I, I, I would add that it's important to be doing some regular daily exercise as well, particularly to help to prevent that regain, you know, after the, uh, the two, uh, three-year period that they were looking at in the study. So now I'm a little concerned the media is jumping on this story because when I was researching it, I saw that as well. Now, the, the, the participants were mostly obese. Do you think that this will be a truism? Because for them, losing weight quickly is going to be the healthiest thing. Just get it off because it's putting yeah. pressure on your heart and it's contributing exactly. to diabetes and all of these other things. But if you just need to lose 10 pounds or you know, 20 pounds or whatever, and you do exercise and all this, do you think that this kind of a study, Dr. Higgins is going to tell people that these quick crash diets are, you know, just the way to go and for everybody, or do you think that that's still the common sense is going to prevail that it's, you know, you still need to eat healthy to get this weight off and keep it off and change your life in the long term, or you won't keep it off? What do you think about that? I agree with you, Melanie. I think that this is, as you pointed out, this was a specific study of people that were overweight. You know, their BMIs were between 30 and 45. So these are people that are actually obese. Um, And they also had a, um, uh, you know, a specific uh, diet that they they had them on, you know, in terms of uh, maintenance diet as well. And, And I think that what we... What we don't have in this study is, you know, this was a study that just purely looked at weight. You know, it didn't evaluate, for example, what their cardiovascular function is, you know, how they're feeling, you know, what their energy levels are, whether they're exercising or not. You know, it didn't actually report that. So I think for the regular person or the person maybe that's just overweight, you know, but not obese, I think that it's really important to have a more of a a habitual uh, or a habit-based program in place, which will not only keep their weight uh, in in the desired range, but also maintain that weight over the long term. And we know that things like regular aerobic exercise and some resistance training, as well as eating the correct diet, those things seem to be really, really important to your cardiovascular health. And that you know, having major fluctuations. On the other hand, we do know there are studies that are showing when you have major flip-flopping of your weight. Sure, you know, the going, yo-yoing. Mm-hmm. Exactly, that those seem to have negative impacts on people's health. So I think that, you know, being a more of a steady and a habitual approach to weight and, and you know, understanding that, okay, sometimes, you know, your may, weight may go up a little bit at certain times of the years, but as long as you keep things under control and, that you actually have a plan in place, which is a, you know, a, a year plan, not a, okay, I'm going to, you know, diet and exercise for a couple of months and lose weight, and then I'm going to, you know, go and have fun and not do anything. I, I think that approach is not good for the overall cardiovascular system, because we know that daily exercise and doing things like the Mediterranean diet, as well as 
you know, having a little bit of uh, red wine or, or uh, red uh, grape juice in moderation and, and a little bit of dark chocolate, you know, and, and a couple other things that are a, a good overall for your health can be good both in the short term and in the long term for, the, for your body system. So while this is, I think this is good for people that are um, overweight and they are really wanting to lose the weight and then actually, you know, get back into some more regular exercise. Because one of the things my patients tell me is that, you know, when they're really overweight, it's hard to exercise, you know, and I can kind of understand that because, you know, it's a lot more pressure and it's more pain. And I think if, if they are encouraged by the fact that, okay, if I can lose this weight in, in uh, three months instead of six months, I can get back into my regular exercise program, uh, then I, I think that's a great thing. But for other people, I would say try to have a, a balance and to do something a little bit each day on, on both fronts. Great information, and we want to make sure responsible reporting around this study to send the message that, that all diets don't fail in the long term and that the short-term benefits can be enjoyed through some of these faster diets, but that in the long term you are going to have to change your lifestyle and really do the things Dr. Higgins spoke about, which is exercise and look to the healthy grains and stay away from the processed foods and try and eat foods that are as close to nature as possible, and that's the way to keep the weight off. And, of course, you're listening to here on Train Your Body, Motivate and Perform with the American College of Sports Medicine right here on RadioMD.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks for listening and stay well.